questions about what I'm going through. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I still have days when I can't show up. I'm very much still in recovery. And now that I'm not kind of hidden away, people are starting to see me being differently than what they are used to. And I've noticed that they are afraid to ask. And when they do, they have this kind of cautious approach to it. They ask questions about why I left my job or moved countries. Um, and I think that under underneath it all, people can understand that we don't undertake these changes in our lives unless something important has happened. Burnout is our new pandemic. Like the early stages of the pandemic, we didn't know what we we're dealing with. Do you remember... Um, the people sanitizing their groceries in 2020. Uh, you might be, have been one of them. And do you remember the people uh, looking for me information? It was like a, the daily search on social media. We were afraid and we were looking for information. Most people were just taking precautions or just trying to be on the safe side because, you know, we didn't know what the coronavirus really could do to us. We didn't know how to protect ourselves or the people that we love. And I would say we were getting a lot of unhelpful information from maybe some questionable sources, but the most reliable sources came into question. Sitting here on the other side of the pandemic, or the end of the pandemic for, for most people, I find myself laughing at some of the things that we did because we really just didn't know any better. And for me, I feel like mental health is a bit like that. With, with mental health, where I feel like we're at the sanitizing the grocery stage of our understanding. Make no mistake, uh, it's super difficult to talk about mental health. About 15 years ago, I recall hearing a statistic that around 25% of Americans were taking uh, medication to treat depression. And I remember just thinking, one in four? Uh, that means a lot of people I know are taking medication for depression. Now, also, I assume that Americans were likely getting overprescribed. Now, I know now that this is not true at all. I did know a few people who were taking uh, SSRI drugs, which are those used to treat depression. But I, I have to say, I, I really didn't understand why. I knew they were taking the drugs, but nobody was really willing to talk about, you know, what was depression like? What were they experiencing? And nobody was talking about it. The sad thing is that I still hear of people telling their spouses that they should stop taking their SSRI medication. Or worse, that they should not tell anybody that they're taking it. They shouldn't let anyone know that they're on those medications. And they're saying this because of the shame that they feel about mental health. Mental health is a big secret for people. And the problem with secrets is that they almost never remain secrets. The other problem with secrets is that they often harm us while we're trying to keep them. So I made a decision to be honest with the people in my life. Now, everyone in my life knows that I went through some mysterious something. Some people have the full story or are close to the full story. Uh, but I would say very, very few people have a complete understanding. My therapist and my husband are the only people who are actually fully aware. But the majority of my family knows I went into a hospital um, and I honestly think most of them are just filling in the blanks. I have kept uh, a lot of it secret because I'm afraid of the perceptions others might have if I told them the full truth. Mental health, after all, is a problem that other people have, not me. 
I do feel a stigma about it, and uh, I'm I am actually very reluctant to open up about it some days. I came off my own medication because I felt it was not working. But if I'm honest, I didn't want to stay on the drug any longer than necessary. That was really stigma-related shame, thinly veiled as the desire to get well and not needing the medication. But the truth is that I do want uh, to end this big mental health secret that I have right now. But here's what stops me in my tracks. Uh, I start to imagine the face of someone while I'm telling them. So I, uh, I had a full mental breakdown last year and checked myself into a hospital, but I'm better now. Now, imagine it for yourself. What is the expression on that person's face? Do they have wide eyes or they have that look like you said way too much? Uh, are they simply silent? Uh, or actually, do you imagine them saying, yeah, me too? Well, I'm guessing you probably aren't imagining the last one. I've started to talk uh, much more openly about my experience in a professional burnout. And I have to say, it's quite difficult to describe to someone who's not been through it. So I have uh, purposely avoided using the words professional burnout because very few people really understand what it means. I normally start with something like, one day I was so exhausted that I could not get out of bed. And this is kind of <laughs> my version of a, like a once upon a time story. I describe how being exhausted, uh, how I became exhausted after decades of stress and, and I was taking a break. I describe recognizing how I was trading my health for my career and now I'm making the choice for my health. And that actually helps people to understand a little bit more about what happened. Um, I, I don't always get into the specifics about some of the things that actually happened, like the, uh, the suicidal ideation, the, um, the constant uh, emotional breakdowns, uh, the inability to face the world kind of thing. But I do talk a lot about kind of exhaustion, memory fog, um, and and generally, you know, having difficulty making decisions. Um, whenever I open up, it's really interesting, whenever I open up about my experience, uh, a lot of people um, feel comfortable opening up to me about their own similar experience. So for the people I talk to, I can recognize in them that they're having difficulty expressing what they're going through. So I haven't labeled it as a burnout, but what they've done is they've identified with their the symptoms that I've had and said, you know what, I have those same symptoms. And then they start telling me about their own circumstances. Now, what uh, they don't know what this is most of the time. Um, for most people, they don't want to admit that they're struggling and don't know how to resolve it. And often I get the sense that they feel it's more like a personal shortcoming that they're in that situation and don't know how to get out of it. So most people tell me about what I would call the classic symptoms of burnout that they're experiencing. Um, but they also talk about the lesser known ones. The symptoms which aren't really getting talked about are things like losing control of your emotions 
and losing your ability to make decisions, which are, I would say, probably signs of more advanced stages of, of uh, burnout. And I recall at least two episodes before I was officially at the point of burnout where I lost my temper at work. And if anyone knows me, I'm definitely a calm person at work. Um, but so this has really never happened to me before. And I was so disappointed in myself. I apologized to those people because I knew that I did not want to be that way. I just could not recognize that loss of emotional control is actually part of burnout. Now, here's another one that you may never have heard about. Uh, many people feel unable to make simple decisions when they're in a burnout. I couldn't, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, was that I couldn't make a decision about the clothes that I wanted to wear. And it sounds so weird, but it was absolutely debilitating. I stood in front of my closet and was overwhelmed with the possible decisions that I could make about clothes for the day. Now, actually, the decision tree on clothing is, is, for, is actually complex and includes things like the weather. So how should I, should I is it warm or cold out? Um, if you're going into a professional or a casual environment about the company that you'll be with and how you want to appear to them. Or even factors like how comfortable I want to be in my clothing or the activities that I'm going to do. But, you know, most of the time we're not aware of how our brain is making decisions on simple things like, uh, like how we choose clothing. Um, and most of the time then we actually don't realize when we're in a burnout how our brain is unable to function automatically as it normally does. In his burnout so many years ago, my husband was unable to order a sandwich. And I remember this, this thing so clearly. He called me, because he was working in another city, and told me that he went to uh, a deli counter at lunchtime and couldn't order food. And I remember being so confused by this. And I think I said, well, whenever in doubt, just order a ham sandwich. But diminished capacity for simple day-to-day -day things are a sign of burnout. But when it happens, it's, it's really confusing. It's more confusing than you can ever imagine. Most of us have no idea what the symptoms of burnout are. And even if you do know, I think we, we refuse to see ourselves in it. There are times when I hear someone telling me their situation and I feel strongly that they are in a burnout or in an early stage leading to a burnout. At these moments, I want to tell this person, oh, this is what burnout feels like when it's starting. Uh, but I stop myself because I can tell that they're not really ready to hear that. And I can hear in their explanations or, or you know, their reactions, talking about their reactions, that this is, this is something that they, have, they see themselves as differently. But for me, what is common to all these interactions is how difficult it is for someone entering a burnout to see it for what it is. And I have to say, I count myself in that club. The interesting thing about burnout is that I really didn't see it coming until I arrived at the day when I actually couldn't get out of bed. And I've spent countless hours trying to figure out how I could have missed all of the signs. When I crashed, I crashed so hard that surely... Surely I should have seen something coming. Well, I didn't. 
And it's really hard not to say anything to someone that is in this position. And mostly I just try to listen because it's not my place to diagnose anyone. But I was in their shoes a year ago. And I wonder what someone could have said to me that I might have listened to. Specifically, what someone might have been able to say to me that would have put me on a different path. I fundamentally believe that at this point, reflecting back, that no one could have given me the words that would have changed the course of my burnout. Um, And so when I look at someone telling me about their experience, I remind myself there are no right words and that listening is the best option. Perhaps I'm at the stage where the consequences of the burnout were so severe for me that I am now asking myself, uh, I'm playing a what-if game. What if I had known more about burnout? Like, what if I just simply had more information about what the signs were? What if someone had said something and I had listened? What if I had done something sooner so that the crash would not have been so severe. So this was the thing I I asked myself, if I had a crystal ball and was able to see all of the sequence of what was going to happen and what action I could have taken from the beginning, would I have been able to stop the burnout? Now, the big question that sits with me is actually the most interesting one. If I had known how to solve everything, would I have been willing or able to do it? And this is the hardest thing to admit to myself today. I know without any doubt that I would not have been willing to do it. Even with perfect information about the future, knowing the causes, the actions, and the outcomes, I would be in the exact same place as I am today. Somehow that truth is reassuring. What stopped me from being able to take another course is now known to me. I, I, it's the thing that has allowed me to be in a situation where burnout is possible. It's the thing that stopped me from leaving my job before I came, became unwell. It's the thing that I family, finally came to understand about myself. But I never would have gotten to the core of understanding those things without the burnout. So I simply would have seen, you know, this was coming and these are the actions you could take, but I wouldn't have built up a genuine understanding of those things inside of me that got me to that place. Know thyself. This is the gift of the burnout. The thing is, is that I could have done things very differently and it may have changed the way things played out. It's also possible that it may not have changed anything. And what I've realized is that it's impossible to know what the impact might have been for choices that I did not take. I cannot change the past. And regret is just simply futile. And the only thing that I can deal with right now is today. And who I am today is is different than the person I was when the burnout began. 
I'm facing a new chapter of my life with a humbled appreciation for the person that I was. I have sympathy for the version of myself that was harmed so badly and actually couldn't help herself. And I distinguish between unwilling to and couldn't. I couldn't help myself. Telling my story is important, not just because uh, I must live my truth. It's important because so many people are burning out. Um, And so many people are having their health and emotional well-being destroyed. Just like me, most of them are also unable to help themselves. And part of my recovery was the sense that I was not alone. I've mentioned that so many people who are experiencing burnout are, are made to feel as, it's, as though it's their fault on some level. But being around others in the same shoes did help. When they told their story, it was really easy to see that it was not their fault. And it helped me to see that the burnout that I experienced was also not my fault. Right now, you might be waiting for a miracle. And I just want to remind you that you are the miracle.